great. Thank you, Hannah. I'm going to leave Zoom on my iPad. Um, hopefully, you should all be able to see me. Um, now, yeah, like Hannah said, uh, I'm launching a brand new series tonight. This series is going to lead us up to what Hannah was just talking about there, about Cruise Live. We are so excited about it. We think we've put together a really cool running order, and it's something I think that you'll be really excited to invite your mates to, to come and check out uh, Jesus and check out God and check out Life Central Youth uh, via YouTube. So we'll be giving you more details. Don't worry, don't panic if you're used to this. We will be st still be doing some of Zoom as well, um, and the changes won't be too drastic, so don't feel like you need to panic. You'll be all right. We will help you through it for those of you that might struggle with a little bit of change. But tonight we're launching a series called The You Effect. And I don't know about you, but in English, and whenever I'm writing something down, I always struggle with whether I should spell effect with an E or with an A. Does anyone else feel like that? Like, you're always like, oh, do I write effect or effect and actually in looking into this i've found a definition that i may well get wrong and if you're in beth do this hangout then she'll probably correct me in your hangout and she'll correct me later but when you affect and spell it with an a it's a doing word so it's a verb it means you you perform an action but when you when you have an effect it's a noun which means it's kind of like a side effect it's a result of an action so when you affect, it's almost like it's current, whereas an effect, spelled with an A, is like the aftermath of something that you've done. Are you confused? Yeah, I mean, I'm still a little bit confused as well. Um, but, you know, through this series, we want to talk to you about how you can positively affect and have an effect on your world around you. And that's even during the coronavirus pandemic that we're still in the midst of. Um, and, you know, for me, I, a few years ago, I used to mentor a friend of mine, and um, he's not part of the Life Central Youth team, but I was mentoring him in terms of him becoming a youth worker and, and talking about life with him. And we just used to hang out fairly regularly for coffee, and I talked to him about preaching and, and, and writing talks and things like that. And this one time, he turned up for coffee with me, and he had really good hair, but this time he turned up for coffee, and he shaved his head. And, he, and when I looked at him, I thought, you're dressing a little bit like me. And I had to have this discussion with him. It was a little bit awkward. That was like, mate, you can't try and become me. You've got to be you. And I realised that I was having more of an impact and an effect on him than I ever, ever thought possible and ever realised. And I think we've all got somebody who has a huge effect on us and those around them. You know, sometimes, sometimes people have an effect and they don't realise it. Maybe you've got positive people in your life that when you're around them, you just want to be a nicer person when you're with them. I know plenty of people like that that just make me want to be a nicer person. I know there's negative people where we can hang around with them and, and they're always in a mood and they drag you and everybody else down and it's like the effect that they have is a draining effect. But, you know, people who have a big effect on others often don't think about it at all. And I, wanna, I want us to think about together tonight, what is the effect and the you effect that you can have on the people around you in the situations that you're in? And maybe you're sitting there thinking, well, Andy, I don't really have an impact on anybody else. You know, I, I've got like two friends and they don't really like me. Like, and, I, and, you know, I'm stuck in my house all the time and I can't really go out that much and I don't have chance to affect people. You know, I think all of us have no idea how much we impact 
others around us. I think it's probably more than we think. And I think then it's important that we think about it. And so um, we're going to look at Jesus. Jesus was a person who had loads of impact, who had a big U effect on others. He always had people following him around. And we're going to see that in the story that we're going to read. And the Bible verse is going to come up on the screen, but it's from John 6 verse 1, if you wanted to read on later in your own time. But it says this, Sometime after this, Jesus crossed, out, crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias, which you can look up on Google Maps later if you want to. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing those who were ill. Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said, Philip, where should we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test them, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Now, for a moment there, I want you to imagine what it must have been like to be Philip in that moment. Like, you're, you're sitting there, you've got Jesus, the creator of the universe, the miracle maker, the saviour of the world, and your 11 closest mates with you, and then over there is like thousands of people coming to hear Jesus speak. And Jesus looks at you and goes, hey, what are we doing for lunch, Philip? Like you would be like stressed to the maximum. And Philip's reaction tells you that because he says, Philip answered him, it would, it would take more than half a year's wage to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. In other words, Jesus, are you having a flip and laugh with me? Like, why does Jesus turn to Philip in this moment? But then it says, another one of his disciples, Andrew, we're going to call him Andy. And in my opinion, Andrew's probably the best disciple, probably the smartest, the best looking. Um, and Andy is a great disciple. He was Simon Peter's brother. He spoke up and he said, here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? So there's only one little boy's mum who's thought about packing a pack lunch. There's only one person who's come prepared with a bit of lunch, but he brings it to Jesus and Jesus goes to work. And it says, Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Now in those days, they didn't count women and children. If it was up to me and I was in charge of logistics, I would have counted women and children, but they didn't. But we reckon there was probably somewhere between eight and 12,000 people uh, there that day. So it's a lot, a lot of people and Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. That's an amazing miracle that Jesus performed. And there's loads of questions that you could ask, like, where on earth did the baskets come from? How on earth did they have so many people without any food and yet somebody had 12 baskets to collect with? Like, maybe you're asking, you know, well, how did it actually work? Did they, like, tear the bread and hand it to people and whilst they were doing that, the bread regenerated and it just never ran out? Did Jesus just, like, lay on a massive buffet? We don't know, but I think the most important thing for us to ask and the most important question is this. Who had the biggest impact? Was it Jesus who performed the miracle? Was it the disciples who helped dish it out? Was it 
Was it Andy, the best-looking disciple, who brought the little boy to Jesus? Was it Philip? You know, I think the superstar in this, in this story is the little boy with the pack lunch. Because the little boy brings what he has to Jesus and says, can you do anything with it? You see, what he did is it wasn't about the amount that he had. It was what he was willing to do with what he had. And that is so key for us when we start thinking about influence. It's not the amount of influence that we have. It's about what we do with what we've got. You see, Jesus was looking for somebody who was willing to offer all that they had. And even, even when we bring the little that we have to Jesus, he is able to use it. You see, the only thing that mattered to Jesus was that that little boy brought it, all he had, and it was enough. Because ultimately, it was about the power that Jesus had and what Jesus was capable. You know, it didn't matter that the little boy wasn't on a stage. It didn't matter that he wasn't verified on TikTok. And it didn't matter that he didn't have a huge audience and, and he was an Instagram influencer. None of that mattered. It mattered. It was about him showing up and offering what he had and saying, Jesus, can you use it? And even as small as a packed lunch. And you know, the bottom line of what we want you to remember, and we'll stick it on Instagram later, is this, you have more of an effect than you think. You have more of an effect on the people and the situations and the world around you than you think. And the way that we see influence needs to change because it's about doing something with what we have, not gaining more and more of it and you see when we surrender our lives to Jesus when we give it to him and say and make ourselves available with every little bit that we've got even the little bits that you think oh that's not very good when we surrender it to Jesus then we're able to have even more of a significant effect on the world around us because Jesus can use it and that's why we're, we're doing cruise lives because we believe that each and every one of you has an influence and an effect on the world around you. That's why we're not going, going to go to all your mates' door, houses and knock on their house and say, would you come to YouTube Live, please? And would you come to Cruise Live? And would you tune in? You use your influence. So whether you can invite 50 of your mates or you can just invite one, I want to encourage you to use the influence that you have to have an effect on the world around you. What if you used a little bit of influence and prayed about it and one of your mates said yes to Jesus on that night? I think that would be amazing. And guys, it's not your job to make sure they come. It's your job to invite. So you might invite a few people and they might say no. I invited somebody to watch our live stream this, this weekend just gone and I don't think they actually watched it, but I'm going to invite them again this Sunday. My job isn't to make sure they turn up. My job is to invite and that's the same for you. You see, just imagine for a moment what God could do with, with the you effect in your world. I want you to close your eyes for a moment. And maybe this is a little bit awkward because we're all on a Zoom call together, but maybe, maybe hit stop video so you can turn your video off so no one can see you. And put your device down and just close your eyes and maybe hold your hands out in front of you. And I want you to allow God to speak to you. And open yourself up and say, God, God, who, who can I have an influence on? And I'll give you a moment to just think about who of your friends, of your family, maybe cousins, who you've got influence on that God might just want to highlight to you. And then the second thing that I want you to do is 
think about what you can do to increase your influence with them, what you can do to use your influence in a positive way with them. Maybe it's to help them out. Maybe it is a family member or, or a friend whose family member is ill and you're thinking, well, well, I can't do anything to make their family member better, but I could impact them and, you know, I could send them some FIFA points or I could send them a bunch of flowers or, I don't know, something that, that just has a positive effect on them. Maybe, maybe inviting them to cruise life would be a really good way that you could impact them. You see, guys, you can open your eyes now. You see, you have more of an effect than you think. Bring the little that you have and offer it to Jesus and be obedient to what he says. It might only be a tiny bit of influence that you've got in the world around you, but let God use it. You see, this is why we do small groups and we do hangouts, because you all have an impact and an effect on each other. I love my hangout. My hangout is definitely the best hangout in cruise. And I love it because we're all having an effect on each other. But we're all in the middle of the week. We're lifting each other up. We're encouraging each other. We're praying for each other. You know, we all have the power to affect each other and maybe more than you think. So I want to encourage you guys as you go into your hangouts, now that you could, I want to encourage you to think about the effect that you have, to think about how you can positively affect your hangout, how you could negatively affect your hangout and not do those things. And I would love everybody to positively contribute to their hangout tonight. Have a great night in your hangout, guys, and I'll see you on Insta Live tomorrow at 4 p.m.